When you feel like leaving us a message, easy ways to do it. And, folks, keep in mind, we take your uh, suggestions, too, for our book of the month here. We also, if you mention it's for Kelly and Company, your message, and you have some feedback for us, we'll try to put you on air. 1-866-509-4545. Love to hear from you. 1-866-509-4545. If you just want to send a message, maybe you've got questions about AMI-TV, what's going on over there, AMI-Tele or AMI-Audio, we'll be getting uh, really clued in on some cool stuff happening on there shortly. Uh, You can always send an email to feedback at AMI.ca, ask your question, they'll direct that email to the best person, feedback at AMI.ca. On Twitter, at AMI-Audio, that's the handle, follow along that way, at AMI-Audio, you can see what's happening from segment to segment. I'm Kelly McDonald. Host of the program in the London, Ontario home studio, Ramya Amuthan, and she's at the home studio in Toronto. Well, where do we go when we have all these technology questions and we say, hey, there was that Google event. We want to know what happened. Let's turn to Michael Babcock for our tech talk. It's time for Talking Tech with Michael, bringing you a shot of technology news to get your week going with sprinkles of assistive technology. And these weren't just hypotheticals, Michael, because it's true. <laughs> he's the, the fountain, time they are. He's but. the fountain <laughs> he's of Michael today. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, real quick, I want to tell you guys a secret. Yeah. This is actually my way of finding out if my wife really listens to me. Don't tell her, but I accidentally on purpose today drilled a hole through my desk. Uh, so uh, just so you know, XLR cables are a little bit bigger than you thought they were. So we'll see how this turns out. <laughs> I'm so excited for the feedback. <laughs> I'm excited oh to gosh. see if she listens. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> or finds out some other way and keeps us posted. <laughs> and if she comes barging in yelling at you, you got to let us listen. Well, yeah, till yeah. the swearing she's, starts. She's, she's 15 miles away. I don't think we have to worry oh, about that. Oh, okay. Aww. Unless she's really loud, that swear Never. words won't make it. Do that. (laughs) But you've got a gate on, right? You're okay. So Google did have an event earlier this month. And can you review with us what was announced? Yeah, so Google had an event earlier this month that that really was – to be expected, they uh, held it in New York City by the Google Store, which honestly, maybe I'm not as into tech I thought I was, but I didn't realize there was Google Stores, which is kind of cool. Uh, they announced phones, watches, tablets, uh, tablets coming in 2023, and the earbud buds. Uh, the Pixel 7 and 7 Pro was announced running the Tensor 2 processor, and longtime tech followers may know that Tensor is the Google processor that Google started using in the Pixel 6. They talked about the design process and how uh, all of their products um, attach and work well together. The uh, Pixel Watch has me intrigued. I have not ordered one. I reached out to Google to say, hey, will you send me one? Because if they send me one, well, that would be cool. Otherwise, I will probably order one after Steven Scott plays with his a little bit to see if it's actually worth it since he already ordered one. There are going to be five years of security updates for the Pixel device. The Pixel 7 has a 6.3-inch display, and the Pixel 7 Pro has a 6.7-inch display. Uh, The 3 has a rear camera, a three-camera array on the rear of it. And here's what I thought was kind of cool. It looks like both of the devices come with, and this is something that a lot of Apple users have been calling for both in-screen fingerprint reader and face unlock. So I believe you can do either or or both, which is super exciting uh, for being able to unlock your device and and get Mm -hmm. access. Now, 
Let's talk about a couple of the features that they announced. With messages in the Pixel device, you can send voice messages. And this has me excited because I have a lot of friends, and I hope this comes to WhatsApp, who think that, you know, a voice message is a podcast. So they want to record a 15-minute voice message. And I don't got time to listen to a 15-minute voice message. So Google is now giving you the ability to get a text transcript of that voice message so you can actually listen to that uh, and then the last feature i want to mention about the pixel 7 and 7 pro is the uh, pixel devices have google assistant call screening which has been around for a little while and if someone called me i can press a button to say to have google assistant ask the person hey who are you what do you want and why are you calling me in nicer politically correct terms of of saying that yeah, yeah but, you've got to come up with that you've alienated enough PC, people and, and he's he's alienated <laughs> enough people so he has to be uh, my friends leave too long of messages and i wonder if the wife's really listening <laughs> but one of the things that they added to this, and, and this is cool, is if you call a, a company that has an IVR or automated phone system, mm -hmm. it will show that automated phone system with text recognition or with voice recognition on the screen so you can tap the option that you want, which means you don't have to listen right. for the option. And then, of course, Google Assistant has been able to do this for a while. We'll also wait on hold for you. Uh, and then guided frame is a uh, accessibility feature that they've added to the camera that allows you to get feedback based on taking selfies and it does an automatic countdown. So hopefully uh, you can get a better selfie in your picture. And yes, iPhone does similar feature by providing you feedback and telling you if your face is in frame. But I have a friend who has dexterity issues. And when she presses the volume button to be able to take the picture, she often moves her phone unintentionally out mm -hmm. of focus. Right. And so this means she doesn't have to push any buttons now. Uh, and then the Pixel Watch, we'll talk more about that in the near future because uh, I want some more experience with playing with it. But it looks super sleek and uh, it is available and hopefully TalkBack will work better on the Pixel Watch than it does on <clears throat> other watch devices. <laughs> uh, Microsoft also had an event last week. What was announced at this particular event? Okay. Hopefully I won't spend as much time talking about that, but we will see. Microsoft did have their event last week. Uh, they did announce pricing and release dates for the accessibility kit that we had talked about earlier when uh, Microsoft had their event. Uh, they also are releasing a Surface Pro 9, a Surface Studio and two accessories that are meant to improve hybrid meeting experience. And this is a remote control that you can use that will allow you to connect to Teams and mute and unmute yourself and uh, other functionality, which is super exciting. And the Microsoft Audio Dock. And this is intriguing. It's a little more pricier than I would think, says the guy who took $2,000 worth of equipment over the weekend and used the MacBook Air microphones. Uh, nice. But it... it, it it is $249. You plug your computer into it, and it gives you both a audio speaker and a microphone that you can use in order to uh, connect and sound better on your meetings. Uh, and as I said, they also did announce that the uh, Microsoft Adaptive Kits will be available come, I believe it's October 25th, and they're available in the U.S. and Canada, and you can purchase them to uh, either use as buttons, so you can push a button to make things happen, or they have adaptive 
mice or or mouse that you want to use that you just change the tail on it and you can be able to to switch it from left to right hand or give it additional functionality if you want okay so there's a lot of uh, accessibility to keep in mind with all of these different things you've pointed out and we're going to go back to google in a second but why isn't siri waiting for me in on hold just you know how many phone calls i avoid because i don't want to wait on hold why isn't Siri doing a lot of other things aside yeah. from just waiting on That's hold? I, I don't have that answer, mm -hmm. but I agree with your sentiment. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Google has announced some new keyboard shortcuts for calendar, um, and you were going to tell us what keystrokes we should be aware of. Yeah, so keyboard shortcuts in Google Calendar have been around for a while. And the one keyboard shortcut that I use all the time is the letter C. And that's where I go to compose. And that's how I remember compose a calendar event. And uh, you may need to enable the keyboard shortcut functionality at calendar.google.com. You would simply choose settings uh, located in the top right corner and then go down to keyboard shortcut cut section and then it'll say enable keyboard shortcut you tap on or or press enter on yes now one thing that i want to keep people in mind of is if you're using jaws you'll need to disable virtual viewer uh jaws key plus the letter z like zulu or if you're using nvda you want to disable the browse mode with jaws uh, <laughs> with nvda key plus space and then you can be able to use your keystrokes now you can easily manipulate the calendar to show what type of uh, view you want simply by using the keys one through four and that'll change you to day week uh, work week month etc uh, but you can then use your arrow keys up and down to navigate to previous and next uh, installment of that specific view left and right to go to a, a next element so if you're a month view you can go up and down to move to the month and then left and right to move around the month and then uh, the the tab key I think is very important that a lot of people forget about because uh, it, it doesn't uh, seem too obvious. But if you, for example, find tomorrow's date and so you find Tuesday and week view, if you press your tab key, this will let you cycle through the events on that specific day. Tap the letter C again to compose. You can press enter to edit or delete or backspace to delete an event off of your calendar. Nice. Good. Very good. Um. Can you remind us how to have the best experience with the Google products and screen readers? Yeah, so two things. Number one, check the settings for the Google product that you're using, Gmail, Calendar, Docs, Sheets, etc. cetera. Uh, make sure that keyboard shortcuts are enabled in these settings for that specific product. In addition, Google Docs and Sheets and Slides specifically have an accessibility mode. And you can go into the settings to be able to find that or in a on a Windows or Chromebook, Control-Alt-Z, which is also the same keystroke to enable enable Chromevox will also enable the accessibility mode for you. Uh, on a Mac, that would be command option Z, I believe, if I remember right. Uh, and then once you've done that, you want to go in and what I do for Google Docs specifically, because I don't use slides or sheets as much as maybe I should, but for Google Docs, I'll go in and I'll go into the settings and I'll choose accessibility and I'll enable Braille mode because that seems to give me a little bit more feedback from the screen reader. And then last thing I want to mention is in the accessibility section of Google Docs specifically, there is more information uh, that you can turn on or turn off. Okay. 
a lot of the big service providers are being mentioned today because Amazon uh, had announced some accessibility resources on top tech tidbits. Can you share some of these resources with us? Yeah, so Amazon has cleaned up uh, and made it easier to navigate their accessibility page for Amazon. They've also highlighted the phone number that's available to call in your region in order to get assistance with accessibility. But Amazon is uh, making some improvements to the A-Lady applications, and they're also uh, making some improvements to the way that product descriptions are read. I didn't know this. I don't know if you guys knew this, but you can call Amazon on accessibility, tell them the product that you're looking at, and they can give you more verbose information about what that mm. product is and how it looks in the picture. I've just used Ira for this, but apparently that is a, a right. solution for you as well. And how long are they willing to spend with you? Like, can you go through millions of products with them because there's so many options? I mean, <laughs> I, I suspect there's a reasonable solution. I don't know She's if my gonna, wife like, would will call they go and down do the, the shoe shopping me. that she likes to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, and you can get more information about Amazon accessibility. Just do a quick search for Amazon accessibility. It'll take you right to their accessibility page. And uh, then you can get the details about making phone calls to Amazon as well as uh, what resources are available for you. Okay. This is great. I mean, it, I love how specific that is, though, because it's true. You're going through Amazon and you're you're always or most likely if you have low vision, uh, going to get some kind of sighted assistance to make sure what mm -hmm. you're getting is what you're getting. There's no real sense of um, uh, browsing without that extra bit of information or you're willing to take the risk, whatever. But I've definitely Ooh. ordered things where I'm like, oh, man, I should have got someone to look at that for me. And if colors are important to you, now we're moving yeah. away from color words to sage. Well, what is sage? Like, sage. Is that red? Yeah. Is that green? Like, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Thank you, Michael. We're going to wrap it there, and we'll talk to you next week. Of course. You guys have a beautiful rest of your show. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Michael Babcock joining us on our Tech Talk, and that's every Monday, giving us piles of technology information. <laughs> it is interesting with the names of colors. Yeah. But then you have a swatch or something to be able to tell the, the color if you can see it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it gets a bit like tough. when the color itself is still in the name. Like metallic that's right. gray. Okay, yeah. there's gray in there. Yeah, and that's pretty well all you know about <laughs> it, right? <laughs> Sounds right. like somebody's automobile. Uh, folks, we'll step aside here. And when we return, Brock Richardson returns with us to the program. He'll have our weekly sports update. He's the host and producer of The Neutral Zone. Stick around. Thank you.